0: Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Money Wise Radio Show with the Money Guys, your protectors, Ray and Peter Lance, who really do look out for you. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, Peter.
1: Good morning. You no, know, I've always wanted to do
0: a, a Robin Williams, good
1: mo- <laughs> but I won't do it. Good morning, the Good Vietnam. morning, Vietnam. Good. <laughs>
2: you might as well do it. You just started it. Yeah. yeah
1: Peter. Yeah. No,
2: that's okay. Try I mean, it. <laughs> always thought about it. <laughs> well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We won't start over again, so <laughs> here we are. Maybe next week. And we're going to talk today about uh, some year-end planning techniques and tips because it's almost the end of the year. It's the time of year we have to think about how can we put our house in order, how can we save money on taxes, deductions, contributions, lots of things. This is the time of year when if you're on anybody's mailing list at all, you start to get all kinds of solicitations for giving donations. Right. And there's a reason they do it this time of year. It's not just to make money because they know that people at the last minute sometimes will give money in order to get a tax deduction. Mm -hmm. And this is a time of year that everybody does it and we're besieged by it. But first, Phil. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, we have to start out with a a Greek quotation. But of this course. Is going to be to stump the stars. So for 10 points, who said, <laughs> control thy passions lest they take vengeance on thee?
0: Control thy passions. Um, I would say that is.
2: I would say that is
0: Euripides.
2: Close, but no cigar. It was Epictetus. Who? <laughs> <laughs> The man whose name we cannot pronounce <laughs> that sounds like something that uh, like a
0: pickled octopus
2: e p i c t e t u s epictetus wow say that three and you times. were only going to give me ten points yes he he probably didn't have a lot of quotations <laughs> because his name is so hard to pronounce <laughs> either that or you get into trouble trying to pronounce the name So I have another quotation. This is not related to uh, Mark Twain. It's not related to Ben Franklin or the Greeks, but... Shocking. This is from somebody called um, Frank McKinney. He said, Boys will be boys, and so will a lot of middle-aged men. (laughs) So those are my really quick quotations for today. I do have some information about Ben Franklin because some of this relates to time and some of the things that we're going to talk about today. So who wrote this famous line, early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. That was Mr. Franklin. That was Mr. Franklin, indeed. You know, the more I read about Ben Franklin, I've talked about him a lot, what an amazing guy. I'm actually creating a whole new notebook to um, enliven your life.
1: Mm -hmm. All on Ben Franklin, and you should see his his study. Uh, He's actually creating an homage to Ben Franklin. He's creating a sculpture and works of art. Maybe
2: someday I'll look like Ben Franklin.
0: (laughs) I'm going to give you the book uh, about uh, Ben Franklin, the biography, Mm -hmm. written by one of the editors of the uh, New York Times that I interviewed. It's going to be yours.
2: Well, thank you. You know that? And I mentioned once before, when I graduated from high school, I was an honors graduate, and Mm -hmm. I was presented two books of writings by Benjamin Franklin, and I've rarely looked at them. They're on my shelf at home and it was presented by the Yale Club of New Haven. Wow! I finished school down in Connecticut. But no, Ben Franklin did indeed write, Early to bed and early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. And I'm gonna incorporate that into a new slogan for our company as well, because we want everybody to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Nice. So after he wrote that, we have another famous writer in this country, Mark Twain, who wrote, put no trust in the benefits to accrue from early rising as set forth by the infatuated Franklin. <laughs> so he's picking on Franklin for making this statement. <laughs> and obviously, uh, Twain was notorious for his cigars and not rising early. That's
0: right. And not being very prudent when it came to finances.
2: No, Ben Franklin had some serious financial issues.
0: And so did Mark Twain. Huge. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, not Ben
2: Franklin. Uh, I meant Mark Twain. Yeah, Mark yeah. Mark Twain had serious issues. Yeah. And um, he was constantly trying to be a speaker and raise money as a speaker. That's right. And he lived in Hartford, Connecticut at mm-hmm. the end of his life. I've seen his house before.
0: Roger Huddleston helped take him out of bankruptcy.
2: I didn't know that.
0: Yes, in Fairhaven.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a really interesting piece of local news. Sure. Well, Ben Franklin actually did write a book called Early Rising, A Natural, Social, and Religious Duty. And... It might interest you to know, Phil, that the Greek philosopher Aristotle also Mm -hmm. recommended rising early. Really? So I'm not sure what that means for any of us, (laughs) anyway, we won't talk about rising early anymore. How early,
0: Ray? How
2: early? I don't know. I was up very early this morning, and I am most mornings. I'm I'm usually up at least by 6 o'clock, often before. Mm -hmm. How about you, Pete? Do you like to get up early? Oh, I don't sleep.
0: No. I'm always up at uh, 4 a.m., always.
1: Really? 4 o'clock?
0: Am. Oh, sure. And then I go back to bed. <laughs> go to bed. Go back to bed.
1: <laughs> yeah, my daughter is still not sleeping through the night by any means, so I'm often up throughout the night, oh, but yes. I go back to bed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, one of the benefits of rising early is it gives you time to think about things, and some of my best thinking is done very early in the morning. Uh, matter of fact, I was up early this morning at about 4 and working on my computer and doing some research and things. It's not comfortable. I don't really like to do that. Right. But this time of year, we need to think about rising early and we need to think about planning because it's the end of the year time and there are a lot of tax things and year-end planning things that people should be doing. So let's talk about some of those things today. And also, I don't like to see people put things off and procrastinate. It's a natural human tendency. And I won't go into any of my quotations on procrastination. But let's talk about some important tax moves that you can make before Christmas. Uh, We're broadcasting right now before Christmas. And we won't talk about the years or anything like that. But uh, there are a lot of things you can do. Let's say you have a mortgage and you have a little bit of extra money consider making your January mortgage payment in December. And if you do, it'll give you a larger tax deduction that you can take in the current tax year. Mm -hmm. So you can actually make 13 months of mortgage payments instead of 12 months. Not everybody can do that, but if you can, then it's worth doing. You can also uh, prepay some state and local taxes. If you pay taxes in this current calendar year Um, then you can sometimes use that to reduce your federal income tax bill because your itemized deductions will be much larger. And um, charitable deductions, we've just talked about a little bit as well. This is the time of year when we're all inundated by everybody who's looking to see if you can contribute money. Uh, Not everybody can, but if you're able to do that, Uh, Then, obviously, it's better to do it in December than to do it in January because it will reduce your current income tax bill. But you have to itemize your deductions in order to be able to to claim that benefit. Um, Medical expenses. Um, I was just uh, talking before the show began about an unfortunate situation when some people have very high unexpected medical bills and no insurance. And that's going on throughout the country right right now. But if you do need to pay medical bills, again, if you itemize your deductions on your income tax return, this is a good time of year to to do that, pay some of your bills uh, in the month of December. So it's not always true that you should try to prepay things as much as possible. If you are a higher earning person in a higher income tax bracket, then sometimes you have to worry about uh, an unfortunate thing in our tax code called the alternative minimum tax. Again, it's not for everybody, but sometimes if you accelerate tax deductions, it can trigger an unfriendly alternative minimum tax situation. So write-offs for state and local income taxes and property taxes, for example, if you try to accelerate them, those items are not allowed under the AMT, Alternative Minimum Tax Distribution rules. And sales taxes, tell me about sales taxes, Pete, what do you know about sales taxes? You know you're one of the few people that likes to talk about taxes, right? I do like taxes. (laughs) I don't like paying taxes, but I like to
1: plan for not paying taxes. Well, I'm interested in, in taxes only because it pertains to the business that I'm in, um, but my father actually really enjoys it and has a master's in tax and everything else. So, he...
2: Well, it's a puzzle. I like puzzles. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, I, I tell people all the time that paying taxes in this country is your privilege, but it's not necessarily your obligation. Mm-hmm. So if you have the ability to claim certain deductions... And, you know, legitimately and legally do so because if you don't, you're just harming yourself and you're harming your family.
1: Sure. And basically, if you have any tax questions that either don't, uh, don't interest you or uh, that you don't understand, give my father a call.
2: That don't interest you. <laughs> I'm not sure I put it quite that way.
0: What kind of taxes are we talking about?
2: Well, uh, you don't need to pay more income taxes than what you absolutely have to. And so one of the things you always want to look at is to make sure that you're claiming the right kinds of deductions and and um, sometimes you can prepay college tuition payments for example and that can be an important uh, year-end strategy in general mm-hmm. And so, you
1: also have to pay taxes on your CDs which is you know one reason that we uh, like to look at other options because CDs, the, the rate may actually be lower than what it is declared because of the uh, tax implications?
2: Well, we have something, for example, and this is a little bit dry and dull. I apologize. I'll go through it fairly quickly. There's something called the American Opportunity College Credit. It's a maximum of $2,500. And it also depends upon how much money you're making. But if you can prepay some college expenses sometimes, in the at the end of the year then you might qualify to take advantage of that kind of a credit giving to charity absolutely let's talk just quickly about a few charitable tax rules there's a lot of these little pointers we're going to talk about pete
1: there are people sleeping in their oatmeal right now
2: (laughs) no taxes are really exciting i mean you can donate appreciated stock not everybody has stock in fact, it's probably only, what, less than 10% of the population probably owns stock, I suspect. But mm-hmm. if you have stock that has appreciated and you don't want to sell it and get hit with a capital gains tax, you can take the donated, the appreciated stock and you can donate that and take a tax deduction for it. If you've reached age 70 and a half, you can make donations from your IRA account. And we've talked about that a little bit before in the past. Most people need their IRAs to live on. right and um, can't really afford to do that. But if you don't need your IRA and you're looking for deductions and you wanna help a charity, then that's also something you can consider doing. Um, would you like me to read you all the tax brackets, Peter? Please, in order. <laughs> no, we won't do but that. before you do, <laughs> what about
0: you know contributions this time of year that we give $200 to the Salvation Army, or over the year we've given to our church, but it's been in
2: cash. Mm -hmm. Cash uh, donations you have to have a receipt for. You have to be able to prove that you gave the money. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually if people are putting money into a Salvation Army bucket, which I try to do every time I pass one, it's a very important organization. You bet. um, You're not going to get a receipt in, in doing that. But if you want to write a check, for example, you'll have a check receipt. Um, If you donate property, uh, you can get a receipt for the property value that you donate. And those are mostly useful if you can itemize your deductions next year. If You can't itemize your deductions, then you're just being a really good, helpful person, but you're not going to get any tax benefit Mm -hmm. from it. Yeah, we donate clothing a lot to the Salvation
1: Army. there's also uh, savers up in the north end that you can donate to, and they sure. they give you a little slip where you're supposed to fill in the value of what you think that you're donating. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a way to to donate
2: and get some credit for it. Mm-hmm. For people who are listening who might be in a larger tax bracket, mm-hmm. um, then there are investment, uh, net investment income tax credits they can gain. I'm not going to go into that because I suspect it won't apply to most of the people who are listening this morning. There's also
1: the MAGI, the Modified Adjusted Gross Income.
2: Do you know what that is? Would you care to explain it? No, I just thought since you're going into all the various tax codes that we can. No, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but let's, let's focus on individuals. There are many things that businesses can do as well, and you can check with your accountant if you have your taxes prepared professionally. I think that Everybody who's in business should have an end-of-the-year meeting with their tax advisor, whoever does their tax returns, their accountant, their lawyer, their planner, their financial planner, and say, are there things that I can do that will help my business and help me save money in business? And I think most good accounting firms will do that, and they'll say, yes, let's sit down and do some year-end planning. Mm -hmm. And typically, it means, can you accelerate expenses into the current year And uh, that you're going to have to pay at the beginning of the year. Well, um, my microphone is slipping here a little bit. I'm not sure what that means. I don't either. I don't know, but I'm not holding it for you. (laughs) Well, in any event, um, whoops, there it goes again. There goes. This is really funny if you were watching this. (laughs) So manage the alternative minimum tax. It's hard to have it's hard to have a serious <laughs> conversation here this morning when, when, when we're giving you looks like that. I
0: I know what you mean.
2: Uh, uh, accelerate expenses, prepay expenses, and charitable contributions are really important this this time of year. So if you do itemize deductions and you want to donate something to charity, uh, typically you can take a deduction if it's a cash kind of a contribution for up to 50% of your adjusted gross income, um, if it's going to a a public charity, typically. And um, for other kinds of properties, the rules are a little different. Um, Real estate taxes. Why don't you consider paying your real estate taxes a little bit early? Especially, again, again, these are all applicable if you itemize deductions on your income tax return, but many people listening today have a house and they pay real estate taxes. If you itemize your deductions and you have a little bit more income this year, you can pay taxes early for real estate taxes. And then you can claim that as a deduction in the current year. So um, I won't go into other kinds of things, but just think in terms of what can you do to accelerate? The tax brackets, the tax rates right now, the standard deduction for individuals is $6,100. If you itemize, then it's worth your while to itemize if you have deductions that are going to be uh, greater than that. Otherwise, you might end up filing with standard deductions. So, what else would you like to talk about? (laughs) Peter's (laughs) Peter's dancing over here because I'm boring him silly.
1: I'm trying to stay awake myself. No, taxes are not my Area of expertise or
2: great interest. I know that it is for you. So, it's, it's if you're if you're more than 65 years old, you can claim additional uh, deductions. Now, I don't. I
0: want to know what does USA Wealth Group do in terms of taxes. Do you uh, want people to come there with their questions and consultations and?
2: Well, mostly what we would do is we would ask people, if you have questions, we'd be happy to answer your questions, but we're going to refer you to somebody who actually prepares tax returns. Mm -hmm. We do not do tax returns.
1: But the bottom line is, as as we always say, there's always something you can do to save money, to make more money, and uh, that includes taxes and the way that you handle your taxes, especially if you do earn a decent amount or own a business. Uh,
2: So ask for some help from professionals. They save you money. And we work with a number of local CPA firms in the area. We'd be happy to refer you to somebody if you want to do that. So, Peter, why don't you take a moment and just tell people what we do at USA Wealth Group. Well, you at USA Wealth Group. uh, I love taxes. (laughs)
1: love taxes and love to solve people's problems. Uh, You can be reached at 508-998-8858 for uh, any question, large or small, and uh, we're
2: located at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. And our goal and our mission is to protect your family and to protect your assets. And
0: consultations are absolutely free of charge, ladies and gentlemen,
2: so keep that in mind. And we want you to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. So get up early. <laughs> so get up early. But. Seriously, most importantly, this is a, a dry topic, and we realize that, so we'll tell a few jokes along the way, but <laughs> get some professional advice. There are things that you can do at year end. It's a very busy time of year for most people with holidays and so forth, but take a few moments to think about where you are and do a little bit of planning. Um, what if you have an IRA account or a 401k account? You can make donations to that account Or contributions, I should say, is a better word. You can ask people to make donations to it, though. (laughs) That's true. Yes. Uh, Like children often ask their parents for donations. Yeah, right. (laughs) You know what? That's what I want for Christmas this year. I want donations to my IRA. (laughs) (laughs) Peter has an IRA account, and his wife has an IRA account. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were fairly recently set up, and uh, he's doing very nicely with that. You've got a plan for retirement. You've got a plan for Year-end deductions, but um, you need to think about making contributions. There I go again. A a, a donation? No. What is it, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> I think that there's a gas leak in the building no, this morning. No, no, no. you contribute <laughs> no, to a, your own IRA. It's sure. a contribution to your IRA sure. account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in here laughing at me, folks. So I'm not sure what to do at this point. Phil and I are hold your each microphone.
1: Other. I have to be up to date on a lot of the tax stuff, but it it just does not excite me or interest me the way that it does you. So Phil and I are looking at each other, sort of
2: wishing right. we were not up early. And <laughs> well, let's let's say this: if you want to make a contribution to your IRA, so you can get a deduction on your income tax return. Uh, There are very specific rules on how much you can earn and still be able to claim a deduction. But a lot of people think that you have to make the contribution to your IRA before the end of the year. That's generally a good idea, but you actually have up until April 1st of the following year to make your deduction, uh, your contribution, but you can only do it if you have not yet filed your income tax return. So try to do it by year-end if you can, mm-hmm. but if not, you still have a few months after the first of the year right. that you can put money into your IRA account. Mm-hmm. And, and the same rules, by the way, apply for 401ks and so forth. And um, if you have bad debts you need to claim, then you might need to do something to sell something in the current calendar year in order that you can claim a bad debt deduction um, or sell something at a loss so you can claim the loss in the current year. So most importantly, if you're thinking at all about taxes, which you should be this time of year, get some advice, make some plans, because if you don't and you let these things go by, you're spending more money than what you need to.
1: And as always, there's free items that we are giving, uh, mailing out to you if you have any interest. Uh, a lot of what we're reading from this morning is from a very large packet of information called the Year-End Tax Planning Letter for 2013, and uh, we'll be happy to mail you a copy of that. It's in full color. It, Absolutely. Uh, every single page has a bright, colorful picture of some form of money, and they have to do that so you get through more than the first couple of
2: pages. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to read more about taxes, just contact our office. We'll be happy to send you something that you can read.
1: <laughs> but it really is funny because even the IRS or, or whoever prepared this must know it's not the most exciting thing for most people because every single page has almost a half of the page taken up with a, a full-color picture of something.
2: Well, we'll be right back after a few words from our sponsors.
1: Love this. I love Technically, I'm not even supposed to be doing the radio show anymore, which is why he's saying can you <coughs> give us some information about USA Wealth Group, and that's why I'm saying you and you oh. because I'm now affiliated with a different company. And they said I'm not supposed to be doing the radio show anymore. Oh. Well, I think until you get your securities license, you can. But you're still sure. acting like I'm not doing. Horace Mann, you're saying, can you ask? Can you tell people what we're doing? And it's
2: not really appropriate. We'll make an announcement.
1: Yeah. I don't care yeah. about the
0: announcement. I just don't yeah, want yeah, yeah. That's a good idea, though. Mm. Yeah.
1: I don't even know if Horace wants an announcement being made. I just uh, don't think that if they found out that I was doing this still under USA Wealth Group, they would no. be happy.
2: It's act now
1: and
0: beg forgiveness later. Yeah. Tell them we've recorded it. <laughs> Here we go. Welcome back to the Money Wise Radio Show with the Money Guys, brought to you by USA Wealth Group. Truly looking out for you and your family. They want to protect you, ladies and gentlemen. Ray, Peter?
2: Welcome back. Welcome back, Phil. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, some other tax issues, but think about year-end planning. We're going to do a show in a couple of weeks on goal-setting for uh, the next calendar year. And we do want to talk about those things because... You know, people set goals every year, uh, like going to the gym and losing weight and starting an exercise program, and Mm -hmm. often they'll do that in January, and then by the end of January, it's all over. (laughs) We're going to have some very specific ideas um, in the next couple of weeks on some things you can do, some apps you can have if you have an iPad or an iPhone or a smartphone of any kind, and we're going to talk about really how to set goals and how to keep them. But one of your goals should be, I think for everyone is, Don't pay any more taxes than what you have to. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the government often doesn't know how to handle the money anyway. Uh, (laughs) I was listening to WBSM uh, earlier this past week talking about tax waste, and it's incredible some of the things that are out there that, you know, the government wastes money. So you don't have an obligation to pay more taxes than what you need to. If you can save some money, uh, it's your obligation to your family to try to do so. Right. What I'd like to talk about for just a moment, and then we'll come back to the exciting subject of taxes in just a moment, is <laughs> I'd like to talk about something brand new that Peter's doing. And um, in the next couple of weeks, he's going to be signing off the air. So we want to take as much advantage of him as, as we can while he's here. Right. Um, as of this past week, uh, Peter, is now the exclusive agent for the Horace Mann Insurance Agency in this vicinity. Um, Horace Mann is an insurance company that specializes in working with the educator market, public school teachers, administrators, janitors, cafeteria workers, anybody who works in public education. And it will encompass the area of New Bedford uh, School Systems, um, Dartmouth, Westport and Fall River. So he's been very busy training uh, for this for a few months now, and the official launch uh, was just this past week. So, congratulations, that's awesome!
1: Thank you, thanks, thanks, Phil.
2: And uh, Peter and I will still have a relationship and will be affiliated, but he's going to be focusing more on the educator market as a specific uh, niche market, and they do. Everything from life insurance and annuities and 403B retirement plans, you know, often deducted from somebody's paycheck. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also do car insurance and homeowner's insurance, property and casualty kinds of things. So we'll be talking a little bit more about yeah. that in the next few weeks. And by the way, this is stumped the Stars. Do you know who Horace Mann was? No, I Horace Mann is a very famous educator. Yeah, there was who, a school in New York named after him. There are schools, uh, even down in the Cape right now, there are schools named Horace Mann Elementary Schools yeah. and so forth. Horace Mann was uh, an educator. He's a Massachusetts, Massachusetts native, and he's really the prime mover for creating public education in this country. Interesting. A very famous man, very revered. Um, anybody who's in the teaching business... I've heard the name Horace Mann, and mm-hmm. um, he represents education. He's he's known as the
1: father of uh, the founding father, really, of uh, public education. How
2: interesting! That's great. And I'll have more biographical information on Horace yeah. Mann in the next few weeks. But really, an interesting character, and I, I can't really say that without him doing what he did, we wouldn't have public education it might have happened anyway, but he certainly got it started Mm -hmm. and from the state of Massachusetts. yeah. So we're we're proud of Peter for what he's doing. You betcha. And this is going to be a very important uh, move for him. Um, We'll be working together. I'm going to have a relationship uh, in the future with Horace Mann myself, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to still be doing the traditional wealth planning, retirement planning things that I've been doing. Sure. The only limitation we have is that because Peter will be doing things that involve um, securities going forward, such as mutual funds and so forth, he will no longer be allowed to be on the radio. I see. Mm-hmm. Because they would have to pre screen everything that came out of his mouth. Sure. Nobody yeah. wants to do that. No. So no. we will have the <laughs> good fortune to have Peter with us uh, for, a, few for more a very short while, longer. Yeah. And then. Uh, He'll be doing his own thing and we'll be talking about him once in a while and what he's doing yes i'm
1: going to miss it terribly but i will wake up in time i'll, I'll wake up early yes. to make sure that i listen to the uh, the quotes
0: <laughs> <laughs> peter <clears throat> do the teachers get a hold of you if they're interested in in this
1: yes absolutely i mean i'm gonna I don't, i'm not sure exactly how much i'm supposed to be talking about it okay. myself right, right now but mm-hmm. um <clears throat> i've already been going out to various schools and I definitely plan on uh, making my face very well known
2: to all the different schools from uh, New Bedford to Fall River. Mm. And awesome. physically by the way, um, the Horace Mann local agency will also be located at 352 Fonce Corner Road in Terrific. Dartmouth. Mm-hmm. Same so office, yeah. USA Wealth Group and Arbor Insurance will be there. Lance Law Inc. with uh, Tenney. Mm-hmm. Uh, attorney Tenney Lance is still there and now Horace Mann will uh, Be making uh, inroads. We're going to give Peter a small closet to operate from. (laughs) It's a
1: move up from the the bathroom that I've been using.
2: No, he's actually going to have very nice offices, and um, things are going to be very much business as usual, except he's now going to be focusing on uh, the Horace Mann Insurance insurance Company. We wish you all the best, Peter. Thank you very much, Phil. A lot of work went into this. Congratulations. Yes, um, this this has been a a work in progress for a number of months right now, and we'll be talking a little bit more about that, and there'll be some information in the paper and so forth going Mm -hmm. forward. And I'll be a guest speaker occasionally and talk about taxes, right? (laughs) I can't wait. No, we'll talk about taxes. By the way, back to our subject of taxes for just a moment. Uh, Don't overlook things on your tax returns such as the child tax credit, it's a tax credit of up to $1000 for any dependent child under age 17. That's now a permanent tax credit in the code. And as people's income rises, that credit is phased out and gets uh, goes away essentially. So for example, if adjusted gross income is greater than $75,000 for a single person or 110,000 for married taxpayers, then the tax credit will go away. But for people who are earning less than that, which is you know probably most people, um, don't overlook the child, tear t- child ca- tax credit, and it will reduce your income and, and uh, create a better benefit for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked briefly about the American Opportunity Tax Credit for college costs. Again, you can accelerate payment of college expenses in the current tax year, and that's gonna be around for a few more years energy credits are still available. Do you need to replace windows and doors? Well, technically that particular credit has expired. The $1,500 credit has expired. The $1,500 credit has expired, but you can still get a credit of up to $500 for residential energy property um, if you didn't use prior year's credits. So if you've done anything to improve your house that's energy-related, think credits.
0: There's also a great program, New Bedford Energy Now that uh, will pay up to $2,000 for any kind of improvements
2: because you're saving energy. Oh, sure. Saving energy and saving dollars. Uh, we've done that in our office building in the past. Um, mm-hmm. There was a program that allowed us to go through and replace all the interior ceiling light fixtures and take out the old fluorescent tubes, and right. put in the more modern mm-hmm. uh, CF tubes, I think they're called. and mm, That's right it was actually about a ten thousand dollar cost but the energy companies had grants from the government and it paid seventy five hundred dollars of that cost sure. and the cost to us was twenty five hundred dollars and we could pay it out over a one-year period with no interest and the payback on that loan on terms of electrical savings was one year right so in one year we we laid out $2,500 only. We had all of our lights redone, um, mm-hmm. and yet the electrical savings resulted in us getting all that money back at the end of the year, and then since then we've just been saving money. Sure. We're going to do something similar on the outside. Uh, Pete is going to get up on a ladder and put up new, lights, new LED <laughs> lights for us. I haven't told you about that one.
1: You haven't, no, but I think that we're going to work on our, our uh, green energy certificate by having you stand up on the roof with the solar panel.
2: I could, ah, I could wave it during business hours I could wave just it as you're, as you're walking by <laughs> well there's there's much to talk about in terms of medical expenses as well unfortunately um, I've seen situations even this past week when some of the larger companies in town I'm not going to mention their names um, they make little round white objects that you hit with a stick um, and they're rolling out a new tax a new um medical plans as of the first of the year and it's going to uh, cost most employees more money mm-hmm. and greater deductions and greater deductibles and boy when you look at what's happening in healthcare, it's amazing what's what it's going to mean is that for almost everybody you're going to have non-insured medical expenses well remember again that you can deduct some of those medical costs and especially if you itemize your deductions. There is a 3% limitation. So if you take your adjusted gross income, multiply that times 3%, whatever exceeds that number is the amount you can deduct. So for most people, it's not gonna be of a huge help, but if you have large medical bills, remember that you can claim medical expense deductions. Mm-hmm. So, Phil, do you like paying taxes? Well,
0: it's a necessity. I don't mind if the taxes are used for our schools, our infrastructure. You know, we all need to chip in. Yes.
2: As I said before at the beginning, uh, paying taxes is really a privilege because it's part of the price that we pay for living in a democracy. Sure, sure. It supports our military. It supports Social Security. It supports, you know, every kind of welfare social program that we have. It supports bridges and roads, and we have to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. And it is a privilege to pay taxes, but it's not your obligation to pay more than what you need to pay. Right. So think in terms of things that might have changed in your life. Sometimes we call them like a life cycle change. Have you had changes in your filing status? Did you get married? Did you get divorced? Did you have a death in your household? And maybe there's a head of household change that needs to be made? Did you have a new child born? Peter, did you have a new child born this year? I think so. I'm trying to remember. Yes. Yes, I did. Isn't her name Charlotte? (laughs) Peter, congratulations. You have a new tax deduction this year. That's exactly why we had her. (laughs) Well, um, of course, your other two children are getting older. So at some point, if your child is no longer young enough for the child credit, that's a change. So you don't want them to grow up too fast. We had those for tax uh,
1: deductions also. Mm. They're going to start working pretty soon to try to bring in some income for the family also. Yeah, right. well, I hope so.
2: I mean, Nathan's 10 years old. It seems yeah. to me he should get a job. Why not, right? He should be able to you know, <laughs> knit a hat or something in a factory at least. <laughs> well, you know, uh, the fact is that changes do take place. So, Peter, you're going to have a new tax deduction this year because you have a child. And that's going to help compensate for all those sleepless nights that you have. <laughs> Is it worth it? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a bundle of joy. It's a bundle of love. Love of your life. And you get a tax deduction. Mm-hmm. So have more kids. That's, what, that's my nickname for her.
1: Hi my little tax deduction. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, casualty losses. Did you have a casualty loss this year? Did you have a car accident and you didn't get all of your insurance money to cover your loss? Did you have a break-in at your house and something got stolen that wasn't covered by insurance? You may have a casualty loss you can deduct. By the way, if you want to claim it, you have to be able to prove what is taken. Mm -hmm. Take pictures. So if something gets taken, then you have the ability to prove it. Any changes in medical expenses? Something unexpected that has caused you to spend more money? Uh, You might have a deduction. Did you move? There can be job relocation deductions Uh, I think it's 50 miles you have to have moved from one job location to another. But if you are, if you've done that, uh, then you can uh, claim deductions for that. College and tuition expenses we've already talked about. Um, Employment changes. Sometimes expenses related to changing employment are deductible. Um, Personal bankruptcy. This is a much more complicated topic, and we are going to have somebody on – Um, not too distant future, talking about bankruptcy in a lot more detail. Probably that's a topic for after the first of the year because people will tend to put something like that off until after the holidays. And um, there are some very particular tax laws that apply. Usually if you write off the debt because you file bankruptcy, it's not considered taxable income to you, for example. Um, Did you inherit money? Hopefully you did. If you did, that's not income to you, so you don't have to report it as income. Did you have a business success? Did you have a business failure? If you are in business and it's going well, should you postpone some of your income so that you don't get it until January? Or can you accelerate expenses in the current year and then in January take in the income? And sometimes you can do that and help your taxes as well. So these are all very important kinds of things. One of my favorites is retirement, because we do a lot of work in the area of retirement planning. And there are so many decisions. We've talked about the timing of social security. We've talked about the timing of when you start taking your IRAs. Remember when you do, it's income. So maybe if you turn 70 and a half this year, um, normally in that particular year, we tell people, You really ought to start taking your IRA minimum distributions in that year. But if you worked right up until that time and you've got a lot of income, maybe you don't want the extra income. So maybe it's worthwhile to kick it over until the following year. If you're in any of these categories, just take a few minutes and sit down with somebody and get some personal, professional advice on what can you do to save taxes.
1: And this guidebook that we talked about earlier has all these different strategies, all this different information. It talks about, you know, if you delay this or if you uh, expedite uh, that, uh, what the outcome is, what the advantages or disadvantages for doing so. Um, So absolutely request this uh, and or speak to a tax
2: professional. We have several good publications. One is a 14-page, very detailed summary, and it's called... Uh, year-end tax planning it's a special report it's dated the end of this year and we'll be happy to provide a copy of that to you if you want so whatever you do make some kind of a plan right and um, Phil it's time to uh, stump the stars oh boy so here's something for um, the, uh, the Greek spirit in you it's triple shot Saturday (laughs) <laughs> so, um, friendship is a single soul dwelling in two bodies.
0: That is very beautiful. So is
2: marriage. Isn't that a nice thought? Yes. Well, marriage isn't always the same. Right. 50 50. 50 50.
0: Who said that? Yes. Uh, are we staying with Greeks or this, is this? this is a famous Greek philosopher. Mm, I would say uh, that,
2: that could possibly be uh, Aristotle. That's absolutely Aristotle. Mm. Of course, most of the quotations came from Aristotle, didn't they? A lot of them, sure. Hmm. Well, let's come back to a few remaining tips in the uh, few minutes we have left and talk about some things. Peter, what would you like to do for year-end tax planning? Mm -hmm. What would I like to do? Yes. Talk to my tax professional. Really? (laughs) Well, how about um, watching out for capital gains tax? If you're gonna sell something, Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll ask people the question do you think that taxes will go up and most people say yes and I'll say do you think taxes will say stay the same exactly where they are now most people will say no and then I'll say do you think that taxes will go down and everybody says no Right. so it's the expectation of most people that taxes will go up they won't stay the same they won't go down but they will go up And therefore, if you do have something you need to sell that's going to result in capital gains tax, you might be better off to do it this year than next year. It's still an unknown, but we've got a massive federal deficit. It's not going to get any easier. Um, So take a few minutes and get some advice on that. And let's talk for just a moment about some things that people can do to put aside some money, perhaps in a way that's not going to create a tax issue for them right now such as an indexed annuity contract, for example, another exciting topic. Better than taxes? Well, it is better than taxes. Taxes is a a tough subject. It's it's not for everybody. But um, one of the things you can put money into instead of a bank sometimes is an annuity contract or an indexed annuity because it will increase in value for you and yet all the interest, all the earnings on it is tax-deferred until Mm -hmm. you go to take the money out. And tax deferral is uh, very powerful,
1: compounding interest tax deferral. What's the
0: investment you talked about recently where the principal never gets hit?
2: That's a fixed annuity or an indexed annuity. That's a
0: very good investment
2: then. We see, unfortunately, a lot of people um, who even when they're 60, 65 and older, still have most of their money invested in the stock market. And generally, um, that's fine for people who can get good advice or who can know what they're doing, but if you don't get good advice or if you don't know what you're doing, then you take in a risk and you're typically not going to recover if there's a loss. Nobody can
1: predict anything that happens in the world. Uh, world events can absolutely devastate uh, the stock market uh, make rapid changes overnight. And we saw that, you know, all too, uh, too often mm-hmm. about five or six years ago. That's right. So
2: most importantly, our message today is to get some advice, particularly if you itemize your deductions, go see your tax advisor, come to see us. There's almost always something you can do that you might not have thought about. Always to something. reduce taxes and to save taxes. It's, it's a dull subject, but, boy, when it comes to money in your pocket, you don't have the obligation to pay more than what you're required to pay. So get some advice. Um, we're going to have a musical uh, group hopefully coming in the next couple of weeks that Great. will be uh, a sing-along, and we'll announce that ahead of time as well. Nice. In the meantime, do some year-end planning, whether it's for your estate or whether it's for taxes And we're happy to answer your questions, and we're happy to give you some of these free publications. Give us a
1: call at 508-998-8858. And now you can pull your face out of that oatmeal, wipe it off, and rise and shine.
2: Well, thank you very much, I guess. (laughs) Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful day, ladies and gentlemen. You bet. And thank you for waking up early
0: (laughs) and listening to this show that is a delight to be presented to you each and every Sunday at this time. Brought to you by USA Wealth Group. Have a wonderful week. Love you, Dad. Love you, Pete.